tell you what, we don't we don't have all the answers because no. we're just a couple of couple of island boys. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of shitty artists. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I may not be much, but I'm an island boy. Island boy. Island boy. You know these fucking guys with the Olive Garden breadsticks coming out of their heads? That's a Island sign. boy. That's 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 CIA plant right there. <laughs> the CIA planted them in. Those guys look like they could communicate with the CIA with that fucking hairdo. <laughs> Island boy. Island boy. Those guys are, they're a hit with the ladies. They are. Because they can pleasure six of them with their fucking hairdo <laughs> at one time. They got like six dildos each in there. Yeah. They just go in the barber shop and they say, I want to look like every cartoon who's ever been electrocuted. <laughs> Island boy. Dude, do you know how many scour pads for pots and pans they could make out of their hairs <laughs> just like cut one of those things off and it's like a a bristle yeah they i have that brush like their hair do it i have that exact brush in my kitchen i use it to scrape off gunk and food from my yeah dishes it's you want to get a, give them a good own and, and you're just like you know florida's not an island they're on 12 <laughs> right. xanax like Dude, they yeah. don't care they're they're on 12 xanax they look like angelica's doll from the rugrats <laughs> yeah they do like <laughs> the fucking piss piss yellow hair <laughs> incredible we should make that should be our um intro theme song that should for be. this episode is us singing that song yeah i wouldn't mind that let's try it lights camera action i'm gonna keep it like an island boy doing the, the island boy looking like an island boy trying to be an island boy gonna eat that gum i'm gonna see that sun i'm gonna be in, in that, that room i'm gonna beat that island. drum lick my thumb the, the island boy have you ever seen an island board have you ever touched an island boy have you ever touched an island boy well this is red band podcast baby movies music conspiracies deep existential crises it's all inside and it's all unfiltered so let's get started a little, a little rusty a little rusty on the putting of the sock on this microphone here that sounds sexual too a rusty sock Ooh. i gave her the old rusty sock yeah, last night rusty sock <laughs> good band name too good rusty. band name good band rusty name. socks i don't know why i'm thinking about in movies when like someone has a sock on their penis mm-hmm. it like it looks like it covers the whole sock even if it's like the longest sock in the world yeah i'm like look you know i got a decent package and uh if i'm putting like a like a, a nike crew sock mm-hmm. on my ween ween <laughs> I don't have a cockzilla, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like, I don't have like a fucking, a porn. I mean, I don't know. You'll have to ask my lady. Yeah. We'll have her on and say, based on these different types of socks, <laughs> which one is most like which Elijah, one? which one would cover him substantially and yeah. which one would just be too much sock? Which one's too much sock? <laughs> what we should do is not make it so obvious. Like. Just be like, which sock reminds you of your boyfriend? Yeah. And just see what they say. Just see what they say. If they say like the boat shoe sock that barely covers any foot, yikes. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, like the 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 like the sock, the no-show sock. The no-show. I'm wearing a no-show right now. You're rocking a like no-show? Me... If they say that kind of sock. <laughs> <laughs> then that's, we've got ourselves a. We got ourselves an issue. Then we might need to prepare to get back our tenders and yeah. no, i'm just kidding <laughs> might need to look at some extends yeah <laughs> extends extends is that like a pill 
I think is, it is. I think it is, right? I think it's a pill. Is it just – it doesn't make your dick bigger though. Can I think, it? I think it's maybe more just to help you get it up. Yeah. I think it's more of a Viagra. But the the marketing on that's genius because it sounds like it's going to make your dick bigger. Yeah. And there's probably a placebo effect mm-hmm. where someone just is going like, yeah, you know, this really <laughs> works. I am bigger. Whoa. I got to write a review on Amazon for these guys, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Extends really works. <laughs> they really, whoa. Man, these guys really know what they're doing, man. Maybe we should listen to science. Maybe I'll get the vaccine. I don't know. Shit. Big got the old vaccine. Cock here. Now I'm packing heat. Yeah. I don't know, man. The correlation. Might as well. <laughs> yeah. They got penis antibodies. What do they got? Is that what it is? Penis boosters. Penis booster. We'll be like the next Joe Rogan or like Joe Rogan takes horse tranquilizer to cure COVID. These guys are saying extends <laughs> will cure your, will cure COVID. Like, look guys, Hey, I may not be a doctor, but I, I got the Rona. Mm. I took the extends. I fucked. <laughs> I don't have it anymore. Okay. What does that mean? I don't know. Like, look, I don't know what to tell you. It worked. Maybe we need to take a look back at Wuhan. <laughs> yeah. Was that what is that what it was all about? To get Americans to have more sex, to have more kids so we can be as overpopulated as them? <laughs> I don't know. Shit. That would be wild. That would what be a wild, fucking conspiracy. Yeah. You can make a conspiracy about anything. You really I could. That. I you love really that. Could. Though. <laughs> like you get there quick too. Like that was just <laughs> off the cuff. <laughs> you really can. You could just be like, "Did you know?" That at the Travis Scott concert over this last weekend, they were opening a portal into Narnia Mm -hmm. for the purposes of making women infertile so that we can travel to Mars. It's not even the craziest thing. And then I'll I'll take it a step further and I'll go, did you know that C.S. Lewis originally was writing about a a legit portal that he had built in his closet Mm -hmm. and he was going to expose basically teleportation. Mm. Now what they did is they took all his files because they started to leak. So there was no way really to cover it up. They took all the files and what they did is instead they made it into a children's book to make it seem like, okay, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it's fictional, right? It's fantasy. And then it blew up of course, became a movie and all that. But Travis Scott, growing up, that was his favorite book to read. C.S. Lewis's Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And he used to sit in his closet and fantasize about one day teleporting through it. And that's where a lot of his music ideas came from, was just sitting in the dark closet, fantasizing about going through. So, of course, his concert venues became this physical representation of that. And he's trying to, it's his subtle way of exposing, you know, that Narnia is a real place. Yeah. Goosebumps. Yeah. Coincidence. Think not. I get those goosebumps every time. Mm -hmm. Aslan roars. Yeah. From Narnia. He says that. Yep. In there. It doesn't look like it or sound like he says that. Yeah. But I swear to God, if you play it at half speed and reverse it mm-hmm. and then re-reverse it, yep. that's exactly what he's saying. 100%. And look how quickly. 
Look how quickly we just exposed that. We got a whole new exposing. Yeah. You heard it here. We're just going to have to rebrand ourselves as like a conspiracy podcast. We maybe should, honestly. <laughs> we probably should at this rate, dude. We really should. It's hard to keep up because so much wild shit is happening. Right. Every day. Every like, fucking day. Within the span of two weeks, it was Alec Baldwin. Yep. Tragedy. Well, it wasn't his tragedy. It was the Helena Hutchins tragedy. R.I.P. And now you have Astro World tragedy within a matter of two weeks. Yeah. And we were saying shit is happening at an exponential rate. Right. It wasn't that long ago that maybe once a year, if that, there was some big thing where, whoa, fucking wild. And now we're just weeks apart, days apart sometimes. Something that makes people go, yeah, once a year, something that makes you go, huh, what was that about? Yeah. Now, yeah, it's every other day, every other week. Mm -hmm. It was before COVID, it was the shootings. That's what's crazy about the Travis Scott thing is I saw someone post about it and I I just automatically assumed it it was a shooting. That's how fucked up our heads are is I was just like, oh, man, there must have been a mass shooting. Yeah. That was my initial thought. Absolutely. And, you know, I was just like, okay, here it is. Mm -hmm. Here it comes. There's this one. Yeah. Another one. I can't tell if it's worse. What happened may be worse i mean yeah it's still fresh yeah just yesterday it came out that another person who had gone to the hospital died so now the the body count is nine the body counts nine and so here we are now with a whole new conspiracy about this astral world thing like so much to talk about because the event itself just without any conspiracies behind it the event itself fucking wild yeah fifty thousand people at this concert festival Mm -hmm. i guess is really what it is Eight of them die. Mm-hmm. You hear that. You hear eight people dead from Astro World. Right. And that's the headline. And yeah. initially you go, damn, what happened? Like like you said, a shooting? Mm-hmm. Or like did a, the stage collapse and the, was it a crazy accident? Like what, what happened? And then you find out, well, all these things come out. Some people were trampled. Yeah. There's claims that people were injected with stuff. That alone is, is wild and sad. But now – you have all kinds of stuff coming out saying that this was some kind of fucking ritual. Yeah. A ritual or a sacrifice yeah. for the, um, you know, the all-seeing eye people. Yeah. Because I don't know if we say their name on the podcast, if we'll get, I don't know. Well, we'll either get flagged by Spotify or we'll be called QAnon supporters. Yeah, so. yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> But it's wild. And here's the thing about stuff like that, and this is why I get sucked in so easily to this kind of stuff, is they are wild, sometimes outlandish statements. Mm -hmm. But then, like you said, we live in a day and age where there's so much information at our fingertips that you really can make an argument for anything. And not to get on too much of a tangent, but I think that's the, the bigger problem why our society, our generation just is so in the middle of everything. Right. And what I mean in the middle, like, there's a lot of people who don't know where they stand on topics mm-hmm. and have a lot of anxiety and feel overwhelmed and confused and lost in the world. And I think it's because we have so much information. So short example, coffee. Mm. And I made this observation years ago when I was a kid because it seemed like every other month there was a fucking KRQE news would come on and do some kind of report on coffee and mm. caffeine. 
well, studies show coffee is good for you. And then fucking a month later, studies show that you shouldn't drink coffee. So like you can go on the internet and search, will coffee give me cancer? (laughs) And you will find research that says, yeah, drinking coffee will give you cancer. Right. You can also go on the internet and search, will coffee prevent cancer? And by golly, you will find fucking articles that say, yeah, drinking coffee actually prevents cancer. Yeah. So in a, in a day and age where our generation can do that for just about any fucking topic. Yeah. No wonder we're neurotic and lost and depressed and anxious all the fucking time because there's so much information that backs anything, anything at all. Right. So what I'm getting at with that is just that they're saying, oh, it, it was a it was a ritual or a sacrifice. And there's actually evidence that, like there's there's some stuff that goes, okay, that looks like proof. Like, I mean, it, it's hard to deny when you when you bring that up. Yeah. When you show these examples, like uh, the coincidence, well, there are no coincidences, right? Right. But there were supposedly like eight flames that went up on the stage. Right. Eight people died. Right. Of course, now that kind of is invalid because a ninth person has died now. Sure. And then there's the whole thing about like the the posters that mm-hmm. advertise the concert. The whole thing was like, see you on the other side. Yeah. And there was like an eye, I think, on it or something like that. And it just looked a little wonky, looked a little wacky. Um, and then there's also like his t-shirt. A lot of people are saying like his t-shirt, there's like these people, I think they're blue mm-hmm. and then they cross through this thing and they're like red and look like devilish. I'm like, what would it take for these people to not like, do you have to wear that shirt? Like what a, you could have worn any goddamn shirt in the world. Right. And you had to wear the shirt that makes it look like <laughs> pure souls passing through a portal and becoming demonic souls. Like you had to, you had to do see you on the other side. What does that mean? Like, ex- okay, Travis Scott, if this wasn't like some crazy fucked up weird shit, can you explain to me your creative process that made you think that some of these things were not super fucking weird and that yeah. they were just like, whatever, like part of your artistic vision? Because if the, if that's the case, that's fine. Like explain it to me though, because it is the, there is no coincidences and it's like, why like why the shirt why the mm-hmm. scene on the other side why the imagery why the symbolism because yep. these things are very important we have to understand that we know that these things are very important these things have deeper meaning we don't even understand half of the shit half of the meaning behind some of these things but they're everywhere in yeah. architecture in uh in you know well architecture is just one that comes to mind because i think that's an interesting one if you go to like you know Vatican city or some shit Mm -hmm. or some European countries with old structures. But like, yeah, like that's, that's what I'd like to see. Yeah. I'd like to see some of these people explain to me how the, the imagery, the, the Masonic imagery, how the, the satanic imagery, how the, you know, all that stuff, like how does that play into your artistic process, your creative process? Show me, sh- give me a reason that that's not a coincidence. Mm-hmm. And I'll be fine. Like I would back the fuck off. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. Like, and oh, I just thought this shirt was cool. I got it at goddamn uh, at Burlington Coat Factory, you know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like, now <laughs> let me look into Burlington Coat Factory. Like, right? are they into? Why are they selling that? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, and like, 
you know, in terms of like pulling something and, and making it like the theme or whatever, like right. Astro World was supposedly like his favorite theme park based on his favorite theme park okay. growing up in Houston, Texas, or something Sh- like that. Sure. And I don't know. I don't, I don't, I didn't see any like roller coaster kind of, I mean, I guess kind of, they had like roller coaster things right on the poster. I think there was so. like roller coaster railings on one of them. And yeah, that's supposedly what the whole Astro World is, is based around. Um, but then, yeah, like what's the explanation for all the other shit? And you look at like his fucking head with his mouth open that people are supposed to enter through. Yep. And there's um supposedly this like image, there's a piece of art that, represents like being in hell and there's these people like all these staircases and there's a mouth open like that and people are walking through it and it was a a painting or something that was supposed to represent hell too and so i mean right then there's that symbol as well like what's what's really crazy i forget when i learned this but music used to be tuned to a certain frequency Hmm. now this is way way more this goes way deeper than what I even want to get into on this episode. But right. there's a certain frequency. I don't know if you're familiar with 432 hertz. Mm, I, I'm not too familiar, no. So the earth vibrates on on that frequency, 432 hertz. Okay. And so music used to naturally be tuned to that. So all music was tuned to 432 hertz. Right. And that, so every instrument, right? Somewhere along the way, they shifted it by like one, like 431 or 433 hertz now mm-hmm. is what it's. And so that's why some music causes people to feel a little more anxious or angry or like on edge. And it's because it's tuned just yeah. a little bit off of what it what everything used to be to. So right. you were talking earlier about, you know, people being in a trance from his music. I truly do believe in f- like energy right yeah energy and in frequencies right um because there is actually like vibration vibrational healing like people can do a lot of things by listening to certain tones and frequencies of course some of some help them lock in and focus some like completely you know i think don't even the the police or like the army or somebody has like a frequency like thing that like totally distorts people oh like yeah that's how bay. they that's like a big thing about like torture yeah um and then even if you watch um the fucking waco the show waco mm-hmm. about david koresh yeah the cult leader and how the i don't even know what if it was like some some faction of the military that was like you know had a kind of a standoff with the cult um and part of what they did throughout the night to keep him awake and kind of try to drive him crazy was blast a frequency into the house yeah, there you go. and try and like keep him awake. So, so yeah, I mean, I totally believe in certain frequencies ha- get certain reactions out of people. Mm-hmm. Now, is it a little too much to say that a certain frequency could cause mind control and, you know, full on trance like, I mean, maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe, and it's totally, I mean, that could totally feed into it. Like you were saying, a lot of people were just like in a in a state. And there were a lot of people that were there at the concert that made it out okay that just said there was a weird vibe there, a weird thing in the air it seemed like. Yes. You know? Absolutely. You know, it, it, because the, the examples that I can think of of frequencies that are like the positive side of it 
you know, that's the shit that you listen to for like meditation. Exactly. You know, you yep. got like that bowl that gives that sound. Well, you, and that's, that's four, three, two. That's, that's a four, three, two, two hertz. Right. Yeah. Would the sacred syllable ohm, is that also mm-hmm. like probably because that's a big part of it too, right? Like chanting ohm yeah. and stuff. So if there's a good side, mm-hmm. there's, there's probably a, a bad side. Yin and yang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's probably, uh, yeah, the frequency that will rather than make you feel peace make you feel dis-ease mm-hmm. and uh i don't know if you were seeing any of the tiktoks of the people who like waited like five hours to see him and they were they showed you they they had videos of the music that they were playing like loud in the area of the concert where they were just waiting for like five hours and yeah. like the music just sounded like this weird ass like gothic drum and bass like oh, fucking wow. like uh uh like fucking like dark house music mm-hmm. just really weird like people were just saying like this is the music they were playing in the build up to the concert and like you could just hear it and it would just be like some shit that like some some methed out goth guy would be, like <laughs> you know dancing naked to in his room while he jerks off yeah like that's what that's exactly what that music sounded like and so I was like come on you know, why, why yeah. Travis Scott, tell me why then, please. I will shut the fuck up. <laughs> if you can explain to me why you needed to have Gothic trance music that people who like fucking, uh, hook themselves by their skin, mm-hmm. listen to while they have fucking BDSM orgies. Yeah. Why that music? Please explain. Yeah. You've been to any concert ever. What do they do? They play either that person's music. Right. Or music that is within the same realm of them. Totally. Right? That seems way off from what Travis Scott's music is. Yes. You know what I mean? Which is, it is very random. That is weird. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't heard that. Yeah. Yeah. If I find any, I'll send it to you because it that definitely struck me. And I think that's where people are getting at. Like the energy was just off. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like, here's the thing is like, There is no excuse because now we are seeing multiple videos of multiple musical artists who are willing to stop everything on a dime Mm -hmm. to say, hey, I see someone over there. They collapsed. Little pump. (laughs) Lil pump. Gucci gang. Okay. Trump uh, supporter. And that other song with Kanye. Yeah. And fucking fucking, you're such a fucking hoe. I love it. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. 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 They were Roblox. Yeah. 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 (laughs) 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 Where they were Minecraft characters. Yeah. Right. Um, You know, Lil Pump who people chastise for loving Trump too. And it's like, if that guy, that like, freaking fried brain like kid from florida yeah can stop a show when someone collapses and and help him out and he like you saw the video he like helps him he like goes backstage with him real quick to make sure he's okay and then he comes back and he's like yo if you guys are doing drugs drink water drink water like we're trying to have a good time like please you know you got rage against the machine i saw one from slipknot who i saw in concert just like two weeks ago um, just so many artists, Foo Fighters, right? Mm-hmm. I think there was. Um, I saw one of Adele. Adele. Yeah. You know, Adele. Um, fucking, it's just, you, there's no excuse when you kind of see Travis Scott staring at someone, staring at a dead body, mm-hmm. getting 
crowd surfed because I think that was it. Like they they determined in that video that the body that was being crowd surfed out that Travis Scott looked like he was staring at while he kind of looked like he was in a weird trance (laughs) was a dead person. Really? That person was dead as he was being crowd surfed out of that crowd while Travis Scott looks kind of looks like he's staring right at him. And is singing his like auto tune, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. He's like auto tune, yeah, yeah, and he <laughs> looks like it looks like Satan is like giving him a prostate orgasm. Yeah, and I have seen that, and I and then now this is part of the conversation that we have to have too, right? Yeah. Is why didn't he stop the show? Right, or or how could he not know? And I can see both sides of it though. Mm-hmm. Like I could see 50,000 people screaming. You've got music blaring from your music blaring from behind you. Right. You're on a stage lights in your face. Sure. Fucking f- eight flames going up on this. There's a lot going on. So much. Unless the, the whole entire audience is in unison chanting one thing, which I think at one point they were, which was stop the show or whatever. A, a, a good chunk of them. were. Yeah. It's probably pretty difficult to sift through all that and, and here, you know, people saying like, hey, this person needs help or whatever. Or yep. if you're just in the zone and all you hear is noise. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what it's like to be really a, a performer on a stage for a crowd that big. Sure. But I mean, I've definitely been on some stages in my life. And mm-hmm. I know that like even picking out a face is difficult to do, number one. Yes. And if you're so focused on what you're doing, which is performing – and you just hear not only the crowd noise, but the music noise from behind. It's probably all blending. Who knows if he was on fucking drugs too while he was doing hey, it? Yeah. Most artists are Most nowadays, artists are. Yeah. especially rappers. Especially. You know, so I, I I wonder if he really could have. And then the, I did see a video though of him. He did stop it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he said, hey, this person right here is fainted. Can we get them some help? Can you guys move away? Right. Move away. Let the, let the ambulance come through. Let the paramedics come and get him. Right. But then he was also kind of like, he turned into musicians and he was like, hey, play it slower, play it slower. <laughs> like, keep playing, but play it pl- slower. Right. And he was just standing there like staring. Yeah, like, can we get the, get some help? He's like, play the frequency that of death. <laughs> play the frequency of death. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> the fucking squid games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To, uh, to the point of, I do understand. I remember going to this concert um, which was a small concert mm-hmm. actually. And I was watching this like deathcore band called Chelsea grin. Yeah. And I really liked them. And I was in high school and I remember we were out in the mosh pit and going crazy. And like our, my friend, uh, Matthew, do you remember Matthew? I do. Yeah. He, uh, he like got hit in the nose. His nose started bleeding. We like went to the bathroom after the set. He was like cleaning his nose. And then the lead singer from the band, Chelsea grin, who I really wasn't like, I loved that dude at the time. I was like a big kind of like inspiration for me. He came to the bathroom mm-hmm. and I was like, yo, what up, Alex? Like blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, did you see us out there? We were getting it. You're something like that. I yeah, said yeah. something cringy in high school. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was like, hey, we was getting it for you, dog. Like you seen <laughs> us. And he was just like, you know what? Honestly, I didn't see anything out there. He was like, yeah. I couldn't see anything, you guys. And he was like, okay, like don't stop weirding me out, you high school kid. But like, you know what I mean? Like just, it was a very small show and that's a very small venue. And even he was kind of like, I couldn't really see shit out there, Yeah, you know? And even like doing comedy, I feel like, um, especially when that light is on your motherfucking face, like, yeah, 
in comedy, it's like way easier to, to kind of like take stock of who's in the crowd and how they're reacting and how they're looking. But music is a whole different ball game. Yeah. I mean, I mean, at least really comedy, is. there's silences when you're building up to the punch. Right. Line. Hopefully not a silence when you deliver the punch. Line. Yeah. But <laughs> we've all had plenty of those. We've had those. But I mean, music, it's just kind of a constant sound and 50,000 people. That's a lot of fucking people. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Now, what I find a, a little bit more unacceptable, though, was the camera operator yeah. where the woman is trying to get the attention of the camera op and say, hey, there's a fucking person dead over here. Like, And the camera guy's just kind of shooing her away. Like, hello? That's what? a hard video to watch. Yeah. Like, how are you not stopping and like looking into that? Or like, how do you just shoo some away when they're like, hey, someone's dead over here. Like, they need, we need help. Like, like, how do you feel about yourself after that? Like, fuck the video. Like, yeah. wouldn't you feel better about yourself as a person if you like let the Apple Music stream maybe your camera go a little bit off center and right. go fucking help someone? Like, like, there's not 15 other angles of the concert. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, fucking it, stop your shit and help someone. That video is very hard to watch. Yeah. Because that's, I feel bad there's a lot of people who were traumatized that night incredibly mm -hmm. that's that 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 kind of shit fucks with you yeah for uh, decades oh yeah all these people and, and to your point we are already the most neurotic generation mm -hmm. the most anxious generation yep now you even more anxious and we already are i don't know if you understand like for me like it seeps into my everyday life in a lot of ways ever since the Aurora, Colorado, you know, Dark Knight Rises shooting. Oh, man, that was, yeah. I, every time I'm in a movie theater, yep. I'm like, okay, if this happens like mm -hmm. this, I know to I'm going to drop down and I'm going to either go left or right depending on where the shooter is. Yep, yep. And hopefully I can make a go for that exit. And I also remember that he came through that exit, though. So, yeah, you know, you're just like you're sitting there and you're trying to – and that's that's really sad that we are that we have to be essentially neurotic and anxious and also like it's kind of like a survival where you're just like it doesn't matter I don't care if you're at the state fair or mm -hmm. a fucking like at a park like you kind of got to be like okay where are my exits you it's know? so awful man because you know you don't want to live your life in fear right you don't want to become a shut in. Mm -hmm. But it's so hard when you hear every fucking day. It doesn't matter if it's it's like it's almost like nowhere is safe. Yeah, there's shit that happens at churches, not the chicken place, but <laughs> places of worship. <laughs> I mean, shit could happen at a church's fucking chicken too. Like anywhere, man. It could happen at a church's. You know what's actually weirder? It's like depending on the city you're in. Our city doesn't really hold up to that, but like. Sometimes the the underprivileged areas don't have as much shit going on sometimes. And it'll be <laughs> right. like you're more likely to get caught up in a mass shooting at a fucking Keith, synagogue. Yeah, at a synagogue, you know, yeah. than a fucking church's chicken. Right. And the hood. Yeah. You know? No, 100%. And like just like what you said, like I think our – at least I know speaking for myself, my mind works like that now. Yeah. Where it's like – taking note of the exits, mm -hmm. watching people and like observing them in a way, not yeah. overly, not like staring them down, 
but I mean, the, the good thing about being human beings is we're pretty quick at picking up on stuff. Oh, yeah. So you notice when someone's a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. You're like, that person's fucking sketchy over there. Right. And you might not be able to explain it right away, but you're like, yeah, something's weird about them. Keep my eye on them. Right. It's just sad that we have to live that way. Mm-hmm. It's like, where are the exits? What am I going to do if this happens? Um, you know, even like going out and doing fucking Pokemon Go in the park. Yes. People have died doing that. R.I.P. Kayla Compost. Exactly. Dude. Like, it's just, it fucking sucks. It mm-hmm. really does. And it makes it hard on a generation, like you said, that's already so anxious and neurotic for us to just tuck that away and be like, oh, okay, I just got to keep living my life. Right. It's very hard to do that. And sad to think like you get excited. I got concert tickets. Right. My favorite artist, Travis Scott, which I've literally never heard anybody say, but <laughs> <laughs> unless you were like 13, right. But yeah. they're out there. Apparently 50,000 of them at least. Jesus. Hey, and that's a conspiracy in itself. Right. And so you're thinking, this is going to be awesome. I'm so excited to go to the fucking Astroworld. This is great. We've been locked up in a pandemic for the last year. I'm so excited. Right. And for those people to go and potentially die mm-hmm. at that concert because people don't know how to act or because some other weird shit's going on. Yeah. Fucking sucks. Fucking sucks. And it makes you think, like, anytime you have something fun to do, mm-hmm. it makes you think twice. Like, hmm. Exactly. <laughs> like, and it's, I hate having that mindset. I'm really trying to change it. But then something fucking happens every day in the news. And yep. it's like, Jesus, dude, what, what is there left to do without being harmed? Right. We are, we are in the midst of a mass paranoia that's completely warranted. Yeah. And we are all a byproduct of that right now. Whether you want to be or not, if you know anything about any news over the last decade – Probably about a decade because I'd say that's when shit started ramping up when we were in high school. You know, yeah. it was like when we were in high school, it was like a little more, a little more Aurora, Colorado, mm-hmm. uh, the, the the Connecticut one, the school, the guy, Adam Lanza, um, you know, uh, uh, the Boston Marathon bombing. Yeah. You know, like and there's a lot more in between there. But like that was the first time it was like, OK, this is like this is a frequent occurrence. And it became like from from like a couple a year to like a couple a month. Like, yeah, no, you know? literally. It's, and now we've had two in the last two weeks. That's yeah. one a week. That's one a week. Holy fuck. And that's what's like crazy about us coming out of this pandemic is like, and we were kind of talking to that last week is like people having to sit with themselves mm-hmm. and it's like, Okay, so everyone had to go in and basically like isolate for a while. And uh I don't think it I don't think we're going to see some positive beautiful outcomes. I don't think the earth was healing itself the whole time we were in, in quarantine. I think people were losing their brains. I think people were losing their grasp on reality. Unfortunately. And we already had a fickle grasp on reality. Yeah. And now everyone's coming out and people are, and you've seen it everywhere, right? It's like when they started letting fans back into the sports stadiums Mm -hmm. and people are like trying to fight the NBA players and like throwing popcorn and water all over them and like just doing outlandish shit. Like people just like do not know how to act. Yeah. In public anymore. Fucking wild, dude. Fucking nutcases, man. People don't know how to act. Um, it, With the music thing, it's interesting. Because like I said, I saw Slipknot like two weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, And Corey Taylor, the, the front man of Slipknot, was kind of doing this, you know, between songs kind of did this thing of just like 
why are fans of metal music like the best fans in the world? And like, it is interesting to see like, you know, cause like my girlfriend, I took her to Slipknot and like, she loves metal music and she like grew up in hard rock and stuff. But even she was kind of like, you know, this, you know, their music is intense. Is there, you know, could there be like, you would think the kind of trap thing that happened at Travis Scott would happen at a Slipknot concert. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is it is the complete opposite. When you're at a Slipknot concert, there's more unity. There's like, there's brotherhood involved. Like when someone falls on the ground, you pick them up. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the vibe you get from that metal community. You get that, that camaraderie, you know, every man it's, 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 it's a unity and and you get the Travis Scott concert type of crowd and you got yourselves an every man for himself situation. Mm -hmm. And, and, and it's not about, it's not about unity. It's about, it's about. Uh, it's about separateness. It's about how do I get mine over you? Yeah. And that's sad. And it's weird to think. And I think a lot of people don't really understand that distinction. You would think at, at like a Slayer concert, there'd be people that you would think at a Slayer concert, they would be performing a mass satanic ritual on their crowd. <laughs> you would think that they're performing a ritual for the devil incarnate himself. No. No. They are just putting on some metal music for some fucking people who like to thrash around and they love, it's like, there's a lot of love. Well, and those people are smarter. They know you don't do it in a huge crowd at Astroworld. They there know you, you do it in the privacy of your own basement. There you go. And then you go to the concert. <laughs> and you only use it for the strength to play your guitar super good. Yeah. You don't, <laughs> you don't use it to sacrifice kids. Yeah. I'm, I'm so curious because artists where this happens right the first thing they do is pr yep so what i mean what kind of sucks for an artist though is that if they stay silent they get blasted for it absolutely if they speak out about it they get blasted for it yep i'm just curious and this i mean this doesn't have an answer i don't know if you have an answer i'm just asking this question in general Mm -hmm. like what is someone supposed to do in that situation right you know like you're Travis Scott or you're even Ariana Grande, right? Some fucking person tried to blow up her co- or did. They set did. off a bomb in her concert, killed some people. And Yeah. Um, what do you do after that? Right. Like what what are you supposed to say? Is it worse to say something because it might come across as totally ingenuine? Mm-hmm. Is it better to stay silent? Is it worse to stay silent because now you seem like you don't care? Right. Yeah, that's a question that doesn't really have an answer because mm. I – I mean, unless one of you guys do, one of the listeners has one, feel free. We'll <laughs> we'll definitely put put your answers. We'll collect them. Yeah. <laughs> and just be like, user ladiesman217 says uh, this. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it does seem like it's a catch-22. Yeah. Is that the right term? Yeah, like, catch-22, a dilemma. Yeah, like no matter what they do, they're going to be. A paradox. Yeah, they're, they're going to be blasted for it basically. And that's what you saw. I mean, like every minute that Travis Scott didn't say something was a tick against him Yeah, every, every second that he didn't say something. And then the second he said something, everyone is just like, yeah, that's such bullshit. Yeah. Right. Fucking pandering just to say something because you have to. And it's like, fuck, I don't know, man, you, you don't win that one. And then, and then I've seen the Travis Scott video and he's just like rubbing his (laughs) face the whole time. It's it's fucking crazy, dog. I can't believe something like this happened. It's fucking 
Oh my God, we know we're gonna, we gonna do everything. We're working with the Houston police right now. We're doing, uh, and he puts it in black and white, right? Like a fucking film student. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's hilarious. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> You're right. I did not even catch that really. Yeah. Yeah, no. Why did he look like like a douchebag in high school who just like couldn't be bothered to answer a question that the teacher asked him? He's just yeah. like, you know, um, I mean, the, the Treaty of Versailles. Um, ain't nobody know about none of that fucking shit. Battle of Bunker Hill. Like, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird video yeah it's like can you give a give a press conference that's weirder mm-hmm. is that you know i would say that's probably a negative yeah. um addressing the situation on instagram live mm-hmm I mean, what happened? You know, at least George Bush gave a press conference <laughs> after 9-11. Like, you know, give a press con, Like, do something. Like, stand up like a fucking man in mm-hmm. front of the world and and say, I, you know what? I, I'm fucking my bad. Yeah. I would respect him so much more if he would do what you got to do. Let the cameras get on you. Let you know, like in the movies with like the twenty microphones yeah, yeah. on the stand, All the you, know? Going <laughs> <laughs> you know, stand instead of hiding in your million dollar mansion and mm-hmm. clicking live on your Instagram. Fuck you for that one. Yeah, like what? What is the way to do it? Like, is a press conference too much? Right. Like, or is it not? Is there anything you can do? Sure. Right. Because then you have Kylie Jenner who didn't do a video. She wrote, took a thing and wrote it and it was on her instagram story and it was words yeah so like do you fucking put out a tweet right like a tweet seems like horse shit it seems like like to just tweet like ah so sorry this is crazy (laughs) (laughs) like you know what i mean and then but then it's like then you have the middle ground where it's an instagram live and then you have the extreme where it's a press conference like what do you or if you're a fucking youtuber if you're shane dawson or what you know fucking david dobrik david dobrik yeah right or logan paul logan paul they all did the same thing they put out an apology video (laughs) and at this point an apology video everyone rolls their eyes instantly instantly without even watching it you go oh fucking yeah can't wait to see this in genuine shit right like what do you do what do you, you do, know? right? Because it's like, like if you don't put out the apology video, you get in trouble. If you put out the apology video, everyone rolls their eyes. I would let you know. I personally, I just, I, I don't know why I like the the idea of kind of a public appearance, yeah. just because it, all these apology videos and all this shit, the tweets, it's like you're still hiding, in my opinion, right? Mm. Like you're still hiding, like get out in front of the world and like show your fucking face and, yeah. and put your chin up like a fucking man and address the people mm-hmm. like that is, I believe in that, you know, yeah. be like Obama telling us he just killed bin Laden. <laughs> right. That motherfucker walked out with a pimp walk to the fucking podium. He said, I done killed bin Laden <laughs> motherfucker. He's like, y'all ain't going to believe this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, guess what I just did? Dude, like, can you imagine if Obama went live on Instagram and was like this? Y'all crazy as shit just happened. I like fucking. We just out here killed Bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> just Instagram live. 
<laughs> like, man, it was a hard, it, you know, we was in the war room, and he's still Team Six, done. And I told him, boy, I said, hey, you know, I'm going you could bring me that motherfucking head on the stick, <laughs> boy. No. <laughs> Seal Team Six, they done did it. You know, shout out. <laughs> shout out Seal Team Six. Shout out the Apache helicopter. <laughs> A beautiful man-made invention. Being silent in the night and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How about, like, Bill Clinton? Yeah. I, I just, you know, I just did not have sexual relations with that woman. I, just, <laughs> I know what it looks like, but... <laughs> That's not my my jizz on her dress. Man. I promise you. I promise you, man. Do a DNA test. If DNA test come back. We'll keep you posted on that. Yeah, I pay. I pay any anything for Monica Lewinsky's. I pay for therapy for Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's the thing now too, right? Like I'm right. Paying, paying for all the families affected by my adultery. <laughs> well, that's an interesting one because it's like okay. Money doesn't solve the issue, but it gets thrown at the problem. Instantly. Instantly. Yeah. It's like, what do you, I, this is what you, what's most interesting is like you read the comments, mm-hmm. right? Like on the, on the, on the TikToks or whatever. And it's like, it's, it's all across the board. It's like, throw him in jail. And then it's yeah. like, he needs to pay for all the families of those who were lost. And then it's like money doesn't bring their kids back. He needs to do charity work in Haiti or like, you know what I mean? Like everyone has a different idea. There's just no solution. None. Like it's, it's you damned if you do damned if you don't. Right. And I mean, not to defend like him or anything, but just like fucking sucks for Mm -hmm. any artist or, or creator or whatever, any person who has to go through that, it's like, fucking, what are you supposed to do? Because no matter what you do, it's the wrong thing. Yeah. Or even if you do what they t- they tell you to do, right? Like, oh, he needs to pay for those those funerals. Okay. Oh, what you think you can just throw money at these families now? <laughs> right. Like that's going to be enough. You need to fucking, you need to go and and do charity. Yeah. So he goes and does charity. How dare you <laughs> try to? You're just trying to make yourself feel better so you can sleep at night doing charity. Right. You fuck stick. Yeah. Oh, you think you think digging. Digging wells for the less privileged is going to bring back those kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck the wells then. I'm not going to dig them anymore. Yeah. Why the fuck am I out here then? Like, I'm a millionaire. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, I maybe, I guess what I'm thinking is like, I wish we could admit kind of what we're talking about. That instead of everyone trying to impose their right answer on everyone else, and and then it's a game of who can be the loudest about how outraged you are that he didn't do what you thought was correct. Yeah. Like, I think I wish we could just collectively go, man, this is a doozy. Uh-huh. You know? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> just boy, go, isn't fuck. this a doozy? Isn't this a complicated doozy that we should leave to the lawyers? Mm-hmm. You know, like, let let them figure out the, the, the repercussions of this situations and the judges. And, I mean, unless the lawyer is Rob Kardashian. Right, right. That's a different story. <laughs> coming, you know, brought back from the dead or Epstein's Island. Island. resurrected um, yeah <laughs> what they did is they they were all scheming together <laughs> with the hopes in the future that they would find a rapper <laughs> that's all this has been it's all they it's don't been. actually have oh my god oh my god i'm just blowing my own mind right here live on the podcast the kardashians 
don't actually have a thing for athletes and rappers alive. That's not it. Right. They were trying to find the right suitor. Mm. They were trying to find the guy for their brainwashing. Yes. Which is why Lord Disick wasn't an option, clearly. He he was too into his own yeah, his own just, world. He, he was he wants, wasn't the right one. They're he like, just mm. wants to snort Percocets yeah. and and fuck hookers. Yeah. 100%. And that's okay. Exactly. Then you got Lamar Odom. Mm-hmm. They tried that out. Lamar would have liked to be in with it, but he just he couldn't perform, man. He couldn't he couldn't get it right. And it wasn't about cheating on Chloe, right? They probably could have cared less when it comes when it comes time to finding the 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 scapegoat. They don't care what he did, but he just wasn't the guy. Like he couldn't perform probably sexually <laughs> for this ritual. He probably just he didn't have the presence. And right? he also Wanted to just snort Percocets and fuck hookers. Exactly. Because he literally overdosed doing that. There's a theme here. Yes. And then you got uh, Ray J. Ray J. Okay, now Ray J did his part, actually. He did his deed. Ray J did his part in getting the Kardashians on the map. Yep. So he was good. He was set free. And I don't even know if he's making music anymore. No, I think he was was just released from his contract. Um, He just needed... They just said we gotta find a big old black dick. Yeah, and and you know and put it on the P hub. They said thank you. You did your part <laughs> in our grand plan. Yeah, you're good to go. There so you then go. you got a few in the mix. Like what, was it Blake Griffin? No, who was the other guy? No. Um. So there was the one that Kim was married to for like seventy days. Yeah. You know what? That's what's funny. Who even knows? Who even remembers? And that's what it was. His yeah. name wasn't memorable enough. So then they really went for it and they found the top of the tier fruit of the loom fruit of with the loom. Kanye West. And they said, this guy is perfect. Mm-hmm. There's no way in hell he hasn't already performed a ritual. He's the one. He's the one. So they already created a couple of spawns with him. And what they're going to do is – they're going to take those spawns, the children. Yes. And they're going to grow them into what they need for the future. But in the meantime, that's all they got. They got Kanye's seed. They got his seed. He was a little bit too ritualistic for them. He was gone. They couldn't brainwash him because he was like, no, no. No, and now he's like, he's he's not, he wouldn't play into their game. Exactly. And he got out mm-hmm. and now he's spilling their tea. Exactly. And he's, he's spilling like, their tea. fuck you guys. And you know what, Kanye? If this podcast ever makes it to your ears, God, bro, God will it? Come on, I know you know some Kardashian secrets. I know you know that they're behind this Travis Scott thing. Travis come, Scott thing, like, come and spill it, bro. Come we on, know, easy. we know what it's all about. This is a safe space, Yeezy. This is a safe space. Bring some Yeezys with you. Bring some Yeezys. If I'm being honest, they're fucking overpriced. Yeah, God. God bless. God bless. So then. Now you got this Pete Davidson. Now, this is how it all ties in. I love it. Pete Davidson is a distraction mm. because everyone goes, Pete Davidson? Why is Kim with Pete? That makes no sense. And they're not focusing on the bigger picture here, which is they found the perfect suitor, their scapegoat, which is Travis Scott. Perfect. They brainwashed him. They oh, did yeah. the whole thing. They got his seed as well. Yes. He is now binded. He is blood blood on blood in that family. Yep. They were able to brainwash him, manipulate him, turn him into the scapegoat, this public figure. And their plan is coming to fruition. This is just stage – well, it's not stage one. But 
I mean, this is the first phase yes. of this stage where now their whole grand scheme of rituals. I sound fucking insane. I sound fucking insane blowing the lid off this thing. No, but you watch. It. No, I'm- I sound insane now. <laughs> but in five, ten years, I'm a genius. You're brilliant. I'm ahead in, of my time. In five, ten years, this is going to get you a Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. Like exactly. seriously. But it's true. And like you think about who came before Travis Scott. Tyga. Oh. No, man. It's uh, it's funny. It's like the Kardashians like global domination scheme is like almost like Marvel movies. It's like phase one. Yep. Phase two. Phase three. Now we're in phase four. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the Marvel universe world building. They're just collecting the stones one by yes. one. It's just um, they're doing something in front of our eyes. And whether you want to take it as far as, you know, down the rabbit hole as this is like a mass psychological operation used to dismantle the American family unit as we know it or possibly the structure of American democracy as we've seen it um, or – it's just the greediest fucking soul suckers you've ever met who stay in power by doing what they need to do by being cutthroat businesswomen. Um, either way, it doesn't fucking matter. It's yeah. it's not a great thing um, for for our society. Um, you know, it, it it could be fine. And like, I don't care. Like I'll watch an episode of keeping up with the Kardashians. Hell yeah. They are relatively entertaining. Kind of. They have their episodes for sure. They have their episodes, but it, and it could be, it could be innocent, but you know, it's not. Yeah. You know, it's not innocent. You know that they have a sphere within their family unit that is, it has a gravitational pool. They're like a black hole in mm-hmm. the middle of the universe and they're just sucking in stars yep. and fucking dismantling them. And everyone who comes out of there on the other side comes out just scathed. Absolutely. The poor people. I mean, oh my God, they come out and they, because the, the motherfuckers, and that's how you got to be, I guess, right? If you yeah. want to be the greatest quote unquote, however you want to perceive that, if you want to be the the top dogs mm-hmm. of culture, of society, like you have to be relatively uh uh you have to be cutthroat you have to be no nonsense and you have to be willing to destroy people's lives and i think that's where the whole concept of sold your soul to the devil starts to play in whether it's true or not there's like there's a you're giving up moral goodness Mm -hmm. to get money power property and prestige whether that means you actually are signing a contract in blood with Satan himself or you're just metaphorically giving in to evil, your evil nature in life. Yeah. That is that is why these things, these conspiracies do have some footing, whether it is as deep as you want to believe it, whether it is like, you know, I, I rebuke the, the Holy Trinity – uh, behind closed doors with Bill Gates as he like <laughs> prepares vaccines, you know, whether it's that or, or they're just, they just give up goodness mm-hmm. to, to make it. 
That, I mean, you're right. That family is a black hole. Yeah. 100%. Uh, no pun intended, no I guess. Pun. But like, they, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. You know, Chris Jenner isn't panicked at all. No. If anything, this is great publicity for her family, even more so. Oh, yeah. They're like Michael Myers. Yeah. Anytime that he kills somebody, he gets stronger. Yes. Anytime they fucking do some shit like that, they just get stronger. Right. I'm very curious to see, because you know it's going to be a Chris Jenner lawyer. It's going to be a Kardashian lawyer. Oh, yeah. Who comes to the rescue. They're going to get him out of this. Now, the other thing that people are really upset about and and why they're like – put him behind bars mm-hmm. is because this isn't the first time. This is the worst it's been at yeah. one of his concerts, but it's not the first it's been right. at one of his concerts. He's right. been known to incite, they say incite riots. Yes. He's encouraged people to push past security to get on stage. And you you see it, the footage from Astroworld, there's people, the concert hasn't even started. The fucking sun is still up and people are hopping over mm-hmm. the security like gates and just flooding the place. Like yeah. if it's Black Friday and they just open the doors <laughs> at Best Buy, man. Like <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Like dude's not even going to take the stage for another six hours. Yeah. What do you guys – where does that come from, you know? There was. I, I I don't know if this is true. This could be fake news. You never know. But uh, I thought I saw like people screen grabbed a tweet that he deleted. Mm. And the tweet said something about like we're going to get everybody in. Like basically kind of encouraging people to to just – if they don't have tickets to just come in. Yeah. You know? Right. <laughs> and I think it, it could have been fake. I don't know. You mm-hmm. never know. But uh, it looked like – it seemed like – some. I, mean, I just saw someone that said that he deleted this tweet not too long ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what do you think like a quote-unquote punishment would or should be for something like this? I mean – I guess it's hard to say because there's obviously going to be those who say he's at fault. He right. knew something was off and he chose to continue to play. Yeah. And then there's others who are like, no, I mean, like, how could he have known? A sea of 50,000 people, it's all noise. There's lights in his face. He, right. he can't pinpoint every single time somebody fainted or something. Like, he's trying to perform. There's a lot going on. Like, he couldn't have known. So how do we even sift through it? How do we know what's true? Yeah, this is where I don't think people want to take it deeper because Mm -hmm. it's so much easier to have a reactionary opinion than to really do that the the kind of the art of philosophy on this issue. And and that's where like the and the and the and the law aspect. People don't want to do that. They want to just do the reactionary opinion. And the well, he's responsible 100% or he's not responsible 100%. Like people want to do that one where it's like, no, no, no. Like for thousands of years, we have engaged in debate with each other over responsibility Mm -hmm. and who is responsible for what and how and why and how does that play in? This is an incredibly complex one. Yeah. But this is like there's – and this is a situation where – you know, yeah, take the conspiracy out of it, like completely. And let's just think about who, who, how much responsibility does Travis Scott have for what happened? Yeah. Would I'm, you know, there's a part of me that does want to play a little bit of devil's advocate and say 
that he may not be as responsible as he seems, Mm -hmm. but that it is the right thing to do to almost act as if he was a little bit responsible, show moral remorse for Mm -hmm. what happened. At the end of the day, I mean, each individual in that crowd had a responsibility, including Travis Scott. Mm -hmm. So everyone had responsibility. Some people took that opportunity to try and do what was right, whether that was flag over security or try and go tell the cameraman to stop the show Mm -hmm. or try and, you know, get bodies out from being crushed. Like some people use that responsibility for good. Some people use that responsibility for bad, like the people who continue to try and create crowd do do actions that create crowd surges yeah and 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 step on others and people who are have just been clear clearly incredibly dismissive who were like i was at the show anyone who got fucked up just didn't know how to rage properly or something like that you know what i mean so every single person in attendance did i believe had some level of responsibility Some people took it on themselves to do good with it. Some people took it on themselves to do bad with it. To the extent that Travis Scott had responsibility is really hard to tell. It's really hard to tell. Um, You look at evidence of the past, obviously, inciting riots. You look at how he manifests to his fans um, as like, you know, he kind of creates a culture of like go hard or go home. Mm -hmm. So it's tough. It's really tough. This goes back into the debate on like, did Marilyn Manson cause the Columbine shootings? Mm. How much responsibility does Grand Theft Auto have for kids killing each other? Yeah. I don't know, but we have to talk about it in that context. We can't just be reactionary. Yeah, and I almost want to say maybe I'm biased because I am a someone who creates. But I almost want to say it's not the artist's responsibility for necessarily how people behave based on what they create, right? right. Like someone who comes up with a concept of a video game like Grand Theft Auto. Right. That person shouldn't be responsible for people who don't know how to fucking behave in the real world or someone who plays that video game and thinks they can act like that in the real world. That shouldn't be that person's responsibility necessarily. Right. right? Like, or Travis Scott makes a a riot song and has lyrics about, you know, going crazy at his, and his concerts and stuff shouldn't be responsible for people actually acting on that. However, him actually going out and saying things like push past security to get onto the stage or making a tweet, like do whatever you can to get in the concert. We want y'all here. Something like that. Right. Like that then is his responsibility at that point, because he's, he's actually telling people do this shit. Right. Like, and, but then people are so fucking dumb. Like you can treat (laughs) this guy like he's your leader. Come on. Fucking listen to him. Right. Like people just don't have their heads anymore nowadays. And like how much responsibility is on the crowd. Right. Because these people who just fucking let me get as close as I can to this guy and yeah. crush anyone who's in my way. Like that's on people too. Like that's on the fucking crowd. Yes. That they don't know how to fucking act. Just like relax. Like people. Yeah. Fucking relax. It's a it's a guy. Yeah. 
I mean, fuck's sake. And so at that point, you know, to me, the issue doesn't become about Travis Scott and it what reflects from the the crowd is like what does that say about the fabric of our society mm-hmm. that we value our immediate pleasures over the unity of being with each other to have an experience yeah so that's where that every man for himself situation comes to play it's not about all of us having a good time. It's about me having the best time possible at your expense. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what I have to do. So that's like the, and that and 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 what and what does that say about the society? And we live in a society. Let's do that. <laughs> right. one. Let's just keep doing that bit. But it's true. It's like what does that mean when when we value and this is where you can get into the conspiracy of like the almost like the satanic. It's like the false prophets, mm-hmm. like the Kardashians, Travis Scott, these people that we treat at like gods. Yeah. These people that we treat like more than human. And and what we will do to get a piece of whatever they're giving out. Yeah. And we will lose ourselves. We will lose our minds and we will hurt our fellow brothers and sisters just to fucking have that experience. Like that says a a lot about our society without the conspiracy side, and b it kind of, it gives a weird case for what fucking people are saying about this ritualistic trance shit. Yeah, where it's like, what 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 is that? Because if we're talking about energy, mm-hmm. like what what does that say about the energy that that someone can give off that can make people want to do these things? To just like act that, a fucking fool. Act a fucking fool. It's scary. Yeah. Well, because obviously Coachella is a thing, right? Right. Huge music festival, tons of drugs. Mm-hmm. Now, unless it's just not being totally reported like this, right? you don't really ever hear eight people dead at Coachella. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And right. I feel like those places go fucking ham. Right. You know, you think about like one thing I saw was uh, was Woodstock 99. Woodstock, another great example. Yeah. Yeah. The one that happened in 1999, three people died. And that was considered like an an incredible travesty. And if you get a chance, actually, on HBO Max, there's a there's a documentary about Woodstock '99. Okay, that was fucked up. Yeah, it was really bad. It was definitely a money grab by the people who run Woodstock and whatever. That's a different episode, <laughs> different story too. Um, but you're right, and and it and it brings me back to this is why this is why people's parents thought the Beatles were satanic too, because like the the way that women were losing their fucking yep. minds yep. at the site. Even just at the Beatles, their tour bus would pull up and chicks would be like fucking ripping their hair out yeah, over yeah. this shit, like acting possessed. They would get pregnant on the spot. <laughs> their their, their uterus would immediately be filled with child. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, you know, this, they, there was an energy to it or Elvis. Oh man. You know, he shook, he, he would shake his hips and it would make people cream. Mm -hmm. It would make people cream their panties. Yeah. And it's like, okay, what does that mean about us? Mm -hmm. Like, what are we trying? What are we looking for as the common man in society? What does that say about our quality of life? Yeah. That that we need that, that that can elicit such a response from us because it seems uh, divine mm-hmm. in nature. 
Or what does that mean for like, holy crap, is there really like this weird global conspiracy? Because that is some weird ass energy that gets projected out that makes people act like practically possessed. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and then, uh, you know, two weeks ago, we were just talking about etiquette on movie sets. Yeah. You know, and protocols like what is the protocol now for concerts going forward Mm. to prevent something like this happening ever again? Like. Are there going to be things in place where, you know, artists are already filtered so much, right? For the most part, like they have a a team. Right. They're like, you probably shouldn't tweet that. Yeah. Or you need to tweet this. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see going forward, like what comes of this. And I mean, but we already have so many things in place. It's hard when the infrastructure just collapses and Mm -hmm. you got people just shoving security guards aside who are there to do a job to prevent people from coming in and even bringing shit in like needles of or whatever that yeah. they're just randomly injecting people with, whether that happened or not. But right. That's the word on the street. So you got, you know, we got nine 11. I mean, <laughs> we didn't get nine 11. We got the T. Whoops. <laughs> 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 uh, we got, we got TSA after nine 11. Yep. So it's like, is there going to be TSA at concerts? There's already so many things in place, but listen, I was at a concert two weeks ago and uh, they weren't doing that great of a job. Right. I was like, yeah, someone could bring a gun in here. Right. They just give them the jacket that says event staff. <laughs> exactly. And they get paid fucking $8 an hour <laughs> to tell people, hey, you can't go over there, man, and wave a flashlight. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> these people aren't going to give too much of a shit. Like, if I'm being paid minimum wage to stand at the gates of the Travis Scott thing and oh. floods of people start rushing at me, you think I'm going to fucking go ahead. Fuck yeah, no. shit. I'm not going to get trampled for this shit. Like, no. I'll step aside. Absolutely. What, am I, what is one person going to do against a wave of people coming at you? you right. Know? It's like we're just we're just in this period of time where it's like that thing when you become an adult and you realize all the other adults never knew what they were doing, nor do any of the adults currently know what they're doing. Nobody has any idea what they're doing. Nobody has any idea what they're doing. And we have this, like, we are, we are trying to like, we're in this place where like fucking random acts of violence and fucked upness. And we are all just like scrambling. Like, how do we take care of the problem? I think we're in too deep. Mm-hmm. This is decades worth of of mass psychosis. Yeah, coming together like we are. We're in the end game now. It feels like this is the pressure point. This is like the climax of our American civilization. Mm-hmm. We have two options now. We're gonna get it together. <laughs> yeah, or this is the this is the end of rome baby yeah and i don't fucking know and hopefully i get to watch and i don't have to fight for my life i mean yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's the thing is it's it's all of this is just so overwhelming Mm -hmm. and doesn't it just feel like it's all on your shoulders but at the same time you have no idea where to start right how do i help what can i do to help where can i contribute Mm -hmm. and then when i do contribute how is it even helping really like yeah it's shitty, man. Like I really hate every day that overwhelming existential doom almost of yeah. like just as just as something starts to come to light, 
in a good way. Like, right. oh, we're making headway on this. There's something else right fucking behind. Or there's five or ten things right behind it. Right. And there's just like no, almost like no breathing room sometimes. No. And it's just there's problems and no solutions. Right. And more problems than there are solutions. And then the solutions are almost just a Band-Aid in a way. Exactly. Like you put a ba- – cancel someone. That's a Band-Aid. You're just That's putting a Band-Aid. a Band-Aid over something and out of sight, out of mind. Right. But that doesn't solve the problem, right. you know? And it's just like you you have a couple of options. You can turn a blind eye and you can unplug mm-hmm. and you can pretend like none of it's real. I showed my girlfriend the Matrix mm-hmm. and uh, I can't – Cypher. You know, Cypher's whole thing is he gets unplugged from the Matrix. He sees the truth and it's so overwhelming that he cuts a deal with the agent to get plugged back into the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Ignorance is bliss. He's yep. like, fuck this shit. I don't want to <laughs> know that I'm in the Matrix. Fucking here's Morpheus. Plug me back in because I'm not doing this anymore. This is too much. Like it's too much to know the truth. And I don't blame anyone who feels that way. It's a lot. Fuck it. Go watch. And I, we love John Krasinski. Yes. Don't get us wrong. But if you want that to be your news source, which is John Krasinski's weekly good news Mm -hmm. fucking YouTube channel, the Godspeed, because that's actually probably pretty nice. And you know what? You'll feel probably a little bit better, but at the same time, it's like, or do you, do you face the truth, which is that like, we are in the midst of a really crucial turning point in our society that's yeah. either going to be that's either going to be our downfall or our growing pains. And it's like I said with the Alec Baldwin thing, it's on our generation. Like it's our responsibility to make those changes going forward and not even just the Alec Baldwin thing, but treating people on sets properly. Right. So now if you're a musician mm-hmm. going forward, take on some of that responsibility and like think about like this is your playground right yeah. concert venues like that that's a musician's playground mm-hmm. protect that yes like your audience those those people are the reason why you're on that stage doing what you're doing because they supported you and they got you there right what can you do to make your concert a place where people can actually just cut loose but still feel safe mm-hmm. and not have to worry about, am I going to get fucking trampled tonight? Or yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, take that responsibility. Let's go forward and think like, okay, all you people who love to make movies and tell stories, how can we make that a better experience for everyone involved? Yeah. People who love to make music. And perform Mm -hmm. and host big venues. I mean, I think that's so cool to be able to pull together a festival with multiple chart-topping artists and have a big thing. Awesome. But how, as an artist, can you do your part? What can you do on your part to make it a a really good time? Yes. And not have people be fucked over by it. Right. So, And have people be able to... To uphold their own responsibility, the artist can uphold their their own responsibility so that we don't have to watch concerts from like a fucking glass bubble. Yeah, exactly. Because we're incapable of being around each other without doing some insane shit. Mm-hmm. Like, let's figure it out so that we don't have to fucking like be socially distanced for the rest of our lives just because we don't know how to act. Yeah, you pandemic I mean? and shit aside. like Yeah. 
how awful would that fucking be? Live stream concerts all the time would suck. Oh, that's an even better point. So that we don't have to, so that we don't have to have the only live entertainment is through VR goggles. Exactly. And fucking live streams or on fucking Fortnite where Travis Scott infamously had a different concert. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to fucking watch Billie Eilish from an Oculus Quest 2. <laughs> like, let's just act right. <laughs> let's like do our part going forward so we can have go out and fucking have a good time man yes like i think about a hundred years ago the roaring 20s they got out of a pandemic yeah and they had the roaring 20s because they were like we've been locked up it's been a plague yeah now we get to go out and dance and and drink and be merry there we go like we could have that again people if you're listening we could fucking have that again yeah but we just got to take the right steps to get there. So that way, when we do get to have our roaring, roaring twenties and go out and do these fun things, we're not fucking it up and yeah. people can go out and get home safely and go out and do it again. Right. Let's have the roaring twenties, not the collapsing twenties. Right. Yeah. I'd exactly. prefer to live in the, in the, the, the second incarnation of the roaring twenties rather than the demise twenties. Or the dead 20s. Yeah, the Great Depression. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking. I mean, or the, yeah, the, the second coming of the Great Depression 20s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We've got some stuff to figure out, people. Yeah, we do. I think we all know that. We know that. Everyone mm-hmm. knows it. No one knows how to go about it. And it's hard to, to catch some footing mm-hmm. somewhere. And, and, and start collectively heading in a specific direction. There's too much happening too quickly. It comes at you so fast. You can form an opinion and it can be debunked next week. Yep. Or the, the opinion that you thought was false can become fa- to be found true next week. You, and, and, and it's all just happening so fast and everyone has the ability to be loud I don't really agree with like always like the electoral college or maybe how like our governments run, but there is a reason that not every single citizen has the opportunity to represent the entire population. Right. You know, there's a reason that we, we do kind of like elect certain people that we trust to have a voice for us. Doesn't mean it always works. Doesn't mean it has our best interest in mind, but we live in a society now where everybody gets to try and yell louder than the next person and everyone gets to see who and whoever yells the loudest gets the floor. Yep. And they might not be the person who should have the floor. And so it, 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 there, it's all just something. I mean, I, I'm speaking of conspiracies. I'm not too, I, there's a part of me that buys into the conspiracy that whatever's happening to us internally is something that's been planted maybe by like Russia mm. or China to like get us all frazzled yeah. and destroy ourselves. I wouldn't I mean, doubt it. Yeah. Like not to simplify it too much, but you look at the, that episode of Drake and Josh <laughs> where <laughs> they accidentally, they think they've killed Megan's hamster Ah, and they're so worried about how she's going to lash out at them. Yeah. That they drive themselves fucking insane. And then at the end of the episode, the hamster wasn't even dead. It was just shocked from the picture that they took. Right. And she was like, the greatest punishment was watching you two like 
do that to yourselves. Like yes. she didn't have to do anything and they fucking lost their minds. Yes. So not to simplify it too much. No, but, you that's, know. that's a great example because we are that neurotic, anxious society. We are freaking each other out mm-hmm. extremely and mass hysteria, mass hysteria. We are in the midst and it's like, that's the conspiracy. That's the tough part about the conspiracy is the mass hysteria true or false? Yeah. Are we all just realizing some shit together or are we all feeding into each other's paranoia? Right. I was just going to say that, like feeding off of everything, feeding off of each other. Right. What is it? I don't fucking know. I don't know either. What do we do? What do we do? um, You've been listening to our 10th episode. That's the message. We made it to the double digits. Hey. 10 episodes. That's good. Good for us. I'm proud of us. We did really well. Um, Red Bandits, thank you guys for listening. We we got to shout someone out here real quick. I knew, yeah, I was I, I I was starting to think the same damn thing. Yeah. So I don't know if he wants his full name put on blast, but I we'll just say Robert. Robert. He he is our first donator. Yes. He sent us a, a really nice donation here for the podcast. So we just want to shout out Robert. We don't need to say your last name. You'll know who you are when you hear this. Thank you so much. Incredible. And and any all of you for listening avidly and supporting the podcast and and sharing it and giving us your feedback, it's been amazing. We really genuinely love doing this, and um, that was just amazing, man. Robert, you, that was huge, man. Like we're gonna we're gonna put that towards the podcast, and you know our goal is to hopefully try and get a video aspect yes. going here, so yes. you guys can see us and watch us. Absolutely. Um, so that's kind of um, what that donation I think will go to is just getting towards that goal because we would love to be able to put videos out and make it a little more interactive, hopefully. So, Robert, huge shout out. Yes. Thank you so much. You're our first. You popped our donation cherry. We are officially at your mercy. You yeah. can do to us whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. That's the deal. We will host a festival in your honor and yes. sacrifice people. Yes. For you. For you. Because of what you did. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. Yes, Robert, we appreciate it. We love you. We miss you. Uh, last time I saw Robert, I was wine drunk. Nice. And he brought a beer growler to the party. That's the kind of guy he is. Hell yeah. If that doesn't tell you that that's a good man right there, mm-hmm. he brought a beer growler to a party. That's a good guy. That's a great guy. So we love you. We appreciate you. Your donation will not go to drugs. Or sacrifices. Or sacrifices. We promise. We That's promise. a red band promise. That's a red, yeah. Seal of approval. We will cut our thumbs right now. Yes. And put the blood on a piece of paper Which to say red band promise. Red band promise. We promise there's not a pentagram on the piece of paper. <laughs> right. That's just, just red band promise. Red band. Red band, baby. So thank you guys for listening. Yes. Uh, we'll see what comes of this Astro World stuff. Yeah. And um, Island Boys. We might need a part two. Wait, wait till we find out that the Island Boys are the Antichrists. Ooh, plural. no one saw that come in the plural. Part two. Only here on Red Band. Only on Red Band, baby. See ya. <laughs>